if you own a sole proprietorship, single member LLC, or a partner or member of a multiple member LLC or a partnership where the other member or partner is your spouse, you may be able to save significant dollars by employing your minor children. Welcome to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. My name is Jeff Skolnick and I am a CPA with 35 years of experience working with small business owners, entrepreneurs, and network marketers on how to make their business more successful by understanding how taxes can work in their favor and not hurt their business. Each and every week I'm going to come to you with short, quick, and helpful tips on not only how to make sure you are doing everything possible to minimize your income tax liability, but also how to create the income for your business that you truly deserve. How does employing my minor child benefit my business? There is a provision in the tax code which exempts wages paid to a minor child from being taxed for social security or federal unemployment purposes. In order to be eligible for the exemption, the employer must be either a sole proprietorship, single member LLC, partnership or LLC with the only partners or members being the child's parents, C corporations, S corporations and partnerships or LLCs with partners and or members other than the child's parents are ineligible for the exemption. Are there any other advantages besides saving payroll taxes? The answer to this question would be yes. A child has a standard deduction of up to $12,000. This means you can pay your child as much as $12,000 which would lower your taxable income and at the same time is exempt from tax on the child's federal return. Be careful because although the child may not be liable for federal taxes, state filing requirements may be more stringent and there may be some tax liability for a state. How much benefit would you actually see? Uh, I think this is best answered with an example. So let's say you're a qualifying entity and you're in a 22% tax bracket and you pay your minor child $6,500 you would save $1,430, and that's just simply taking the $6,500 you reduce your income by, multiply that by the 22% tax rate, plus you would also save self-employment tax, and in this case it would be $918. You would take the $6,500, the self-employment tax rate is 14.1%, so you would have $918 plus $1,430 is a total tax savings of $2,348. If you were not familiar with self-employment tax, I have another podcast out which covers uh, what exactly self-employment tax is and and why it occurs, but um, you would save $2,348. Now this figure does not include any state benefits because remember you're lowering your income so you may also save some money on your state taxes Um, and obviously if you have more than one child, let's say you have two minor children, you would be able to potentially double these figures. So I'm often asked, is there a catch? The biggest catch is that the services performed by your child must be ordinary, necessary, and reasonable. Reasonable services a minor child may perform could include filing, photocopying, emptying the trash, cleaning the office, and computer work, including assistance with social media and prospecting for your business. There must be enough available work and your child must have enough available time to justify the wages. For example, if your child were able to work 10 hours per week for 50 weeks of the year, that's 500 hours. 
If you were to pay your child $13 per hour, assuming that this is reasonable, that would come out to $6,500. If your child only worked 10 hours each month, you wouldn't be able to pay that child $6,500 because that would work out to over $54 per hour and it would be impossible to defend that upon audit. In addition, you must document your child's hours. Each child should have a weekly timesheet where they record not only the dates and times worked, but also the activity performed. Please keep in mind the children must actually work and must receive the benefit from the dollars they earn. Now, that doesn't mean it necessarily has to go into their hands. You can use that money um, for school activity fees, clothing, sports equipment, and a host of other expenses that we as parents incur on behalf of our children during the course of the year. Some factors that you want to consider in determining whether the pay is reasonable is the duties performed by the employee, the volume of business handled, the character and amount of responsibility, the complexities of your business, the amount of time required, the cost of living in a particular locality, the ability and achievements of the individual employee performing the service, your policy regarding pay for all your employees, and the history of pay for each employee. And these factors can be found in IRS Publication 535. Is there a minimum age before I can employ my child? Most people would say seven years old. And this comes from a 1981 tax court case um, where taxpayers employed their three children. The youngest was seven. And of course, the taxpayers prevailed and were allowed the deduction for wages of the seven-year-old. But it all depends. I had a contractor one time come to me and say to me that his six-year-old knew how to lay tile. He said, but how can I ever prove that to anybody? Uh, My answer to him was videotape him. So other than very specialized situations, under seven would be very difficult. And even seven-year-olds, I mean, obviously you wouldn't pay a seven-year-old the same as you would pay a 14-year-old because, you know, obviously as a child uh, matures, they can handle a little more responsibility. So it gets easier and easier to employ them as they get a little bit older. Now, are there any other requirements? Uh, Yes, there are. If your child is your employee, you would have to do everything that you would do for any other employee. So you would have to have an employee file where they fill out forms W-4. You'd have to have a form I-9 or any equivalent state forms. And you would also file on a, uh, a quarterly basis, usually form 941 or maybe annually form 944. And this is the form that covers the federal withholding, as well as the um, Social Security and Medicare that's paid. Form 940 is the federal unemployment, and you would also have to issue Forms W-2. And again, when I talked about it above, the Form W-4 is the form that employees fill out to determine the withholdings, and Form I-9 has to do with proving that people are legal residents of the United States. So it is very strongly encouraged that you have an employment contract that sets out the terms of employment, including the date started, duties, and pay rate. As I stated earlier, it is strongly encouraged that you maintain weekly timesheets on each child and pay them either weekly or bi-weekly. So I wanna end this um, by giving you an amazing planning tip. Since your child has earned wages, so let's say you pay the child $6,500, the money could be used to contribute to a Roth IRA. And although a Roth IRA does not allow for a tax deduction, remember here we don't need one because the child has earned less than $12,000 and there's no tax anyway, 
Now, because you put the money into a Roth, the money will accumulate in the Roth IRA tax-free and there is zero income tax upon withdrawal. So in other words, you've now paid your child $6,500 and let's say you can put $5,500 of it into an IRA because uh, you can only put $6,500 in if you're 50 years of age or older. So you pay your child, let's say $6,500, $5,500 of that can be put into a Roth IRA. Again, child pays no tax because they're below the $12,000 mark. They put it into a Roth IRA, so it builds and builds and builds for the next 60 years or so. And when they take it out, none of the principal or interest is taxable because it's in a Roth IRA. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I say that that's a grand slam. You really can't get any better as far as tax planning. So in conclusion, this this, uh, podcast is to explain how to deal with employing your minor children. It can be a very valuable strategy that can save significant tax dollars. But there are some stringent requirements that must be met. So be careful and make sure you meet them because it is well worth taking the time for this deduction. Thanks again for listening to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. If you could please head over to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and write a review. Also, please connect with me on social media. If there are any tax or accounting-related topics you would like me to cover, please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. If you are that small business owner or entrepreneur that really wants to learn more about how to minimize your tax liability and maximize your income, just head over to www.jeffcpaworld.com and I'll see you over there. Have a great day.